There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to HIV Hope and Charity, a podcast series brought to you by TVPS, a charity that's been supporting people affected by HIV since 1985. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess and we work for TVPS and our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every time it says recording, we're both silent. I know, I did you think, I, I feel like I was just waiting because I never know. You know, like newsreaders gather their notes like that on the desk. I always feel like that's what you're about to do. Oh, I don't have any paper notes. People will be surprised that I even have notes, I think. I don't think that's Because true. I basically never read them properly. But welcome to HIV Hope and Charity. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? I am very good, actually. I am excited that our kids' podcast went over so well. We had some great feedback from that and people seem to really enjoy it. So don't know if anyone's watched it yet. Do let us know. We would like to oh. know how you found it I'd just like to say that it, just the word kids is triggering for me now <laughs> I was making the um we make these like little visual sound bites that we can put out on our stories alongside it and I don't know why I thought the one to choose I didn't choose this one in the end just to clarify but initially when I was um, making it it can only be up to sort of 30 seconds can't it so yeah. I'm making that and I decided for the first one I did to choose the bit where you basically just summarize the entire film in 30 seconds <laughs> And I thought, well, yeah, I don't feel like anyone will listen to the podcast if you're just like, right, so Telly sleeps with Jenny. Now, Jenny goes to the clinic, then Telly sleeps with the 12 year old. And then, <laughs> so I would have just oh. summed it up. People wouldn't have needed to listen, Sarah. They'd have just got all of it just from that little bit. So I went with something else. I've heard, I've heard the sound bite, and it's still triggering. It's going to be triggering forever now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Let's just not talk about it ever again. <laughs> well, Moving on then, as you wish, what are we doing today? Today, we are looking at another soap. I love doing the soaps because when you look into the storyline, you just can't help but get pulled in, can you? And I'll be like researching it. And I use that term very loosely. 
watching it on YouTube and you just get sucked in. And even though you know what's going to happen, you're like, oh, no. That's what happened with Emmerdale and EastEnders. Not so much with this one, though. I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. But I will explain why. So, as I've mentioned, we've covered EastEnders. So EastEnders was the first soap to cover HIV. Actually, it was one of the first mainstream TV programmes to cover it. Character Mark Fowler, a straight man, contracted HIV. And when it was aired, HIV was very much associated with gay men. This was in the early 90s. And the programme covered disclosing to partners, disclosing to family, facing stigma, and but also finding happiness and acceptance. Nicely summarised. Thank you very much. We've also looked at Emmerdale. Val, a married older woman contracting HIV from a holiday fling, both her and her husband having to test for HIV. And after she learns she's positive, having to face stigma in the rural village where she lived. I loved that one because we found out how hilarious Emmerdale is. Not that I'm saying a storyline around HIV is hilarious. It was, please go and listen to it if you haven't. And I say that about everything, but the twists and turns that that took, I just couldn't have seen any of it coming, to be fair. No, nor could I actually, which is why I enjoyed watching little snippets of it. Because it really was was quite something. (laughs) This time... We're looking at Hollyoaks. So Hollyoaks is a soap. It's aimed at a younger audience, but they've covered some really hard hitting topics over the years. It hasn't got the longevity of EastEnders or Emmerdale. So it only started in 1995, but it is on five days a week, or at least it was before COVID. And it's aired um, not just in the UK. I didn't know this. It's also Australia, New Zealand and in America too. I know. Seriously, they watch Hollyoaks. No, I never realised that it was a global soap. Now, you used to watch it. I did. Me too. 6.30 every night, Channel 4, while I had my tea. I think the theme tune's still the same. I mean, I remember it when it began, don't you? With um, Carol and, oh, what's the guy? Will Meller that lives around our area. What was his character called? Gambo. Gambo! Yes, and he was dating Carol, wasn't he, with the old car? And I really loved it when it came out. Did I? And even back then, it covered some really hard-hitting storylines. Did you used to watch it when Jambo's girlfriend had cancer? I don't remember that. Oh, wait. Yes, didn't she die? Yeah. Oh, no, I do remember that. Look at you unlocking these memories that I've suppressed. Oh, God. well, that was not a happy tea time episode for me, I can tell you. And weren't they one of the first soaps to cover, I mean, actually, I could be totally wrong here, but but to cover male rape? Oh, yeah, I would have thought so. I think so. And, you know, I've never watched that to this day. And it's not because I don't appreciate the fact that they are tackling these really important subjects. It's because it was aired on my actual 18th birthday and <laughs> I thought it would upset me. So I've never watched it. Just that scene. Oh, you didn't fancy your 18th birthday just watching that then it was very traumatic yeah that's why I didn't because I didn't want to forever go what did you do on your 18th birthday although now weirdly whatever I tell people about my 18th birthday it's the fact that I didn't watch that so it still (laughs) still goes around with me whatever part of my life well as we've said I mean it is a young cast and it's a very fast-paced storyline or maybe that's just my age I think it's fast paced. But we're looking at a character that contracted HIV and uh, his name in the soap is Steve. And like many soap characters, I mean, he's had a bit of a life. So shall we do shall we do some background on him? Yes, please tell us about Steve. Okay, so he's played by um, an actor called Kieran Richardson. Originally, he was only supposed to be in a few episodes and he wasn't very nice. 
He was described as a violent and rebellious teenager. Now, I mean, I could delve into all the storylines, but my gosh, you need a degree in soapology to follow all the plot twists. So I'm going to try and summarise it for you. Steve's been at the centre of several storylines, including joyriding, domestic abuse, a baby kidnapping plot, drug dealing, HIV, far-right radicalisation and a gay relationship. So since 1995, did you say? Yeah, he wasn't in it as far back as then. Oh, that's true. So all of that's happened in even less amount of time than that. Yeah. That is a jam-packed life. Well, it really is. And of course, you know, we're interested in the HIV. We won't cover the other subjects, but gosh, they're all substantial, aren't they? I mean, you could make a very informative podcast episode out of any one of those. We're not experts in those areas. Some might say we're not experts in (laughs) HIV. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it what we know (laughs) okay so steve's character initially portrayed as heterosexual he has an on-off relationship with someone called amy and they have a child together following a drunken kiss on a lad's night out he starts to explore his sexuality starts a relationship with a man that results in domestic abuse the first such storyline on uk tv gay domestic abuse and he eventually leaves what's become a very controlling and abusive relationship i don't know at this point if you can hear the slurping in the background hopefully you can't that's my cat eating the remains of my lunch thought you were gonna say she was eating something more terrible because last time remember she was sick on your feet (laughs) so i was worried where we were going with that no she's just eating oh gross what did you have for lunch i had homemade mackerel pate that is quite a strong choice well she likes it well it's got clearly. Like loads of like pepper in it so she shouldn't do but she's really going for it you're gonna have people writing in now going you shouldn't give your cat pate well i know she shouldn't be up here eat it anyway let's get back to i can't this. hear her at all though that's good oh my god she's got her head so far into the little bowl that she's got it on her whiskers you're disgraceful Right, we go back to this. Yes. Uh, Become a very controlling and abusive relationship. He has other relationships, but one day he receives a call from someone he had a one night stand with to say he should get tested for HIV. Now, at the time, Steve is seeing someone, John Paul. I remember John Paul, so I must have been watching it on and off around this time. John Paul was a McQueen, right? He was in it for a long time. Oh, maybe that's why they recognise the name. Yeah. Well, John Paul, thank goodness, takes control of the situation and arranges for them both to get tested. They're given the results separately, not like Val, uh, when she was told when her husband was there. John Paul is negative, but Steve is flawed because his is positive and the diagnosis hits him hard. John Paul tries to be supportive, but when Steve goes to kiss him, he flinches. And that's kind of the beginning of the end for those two. Oh, that, that makes me sad, John Paul. Well, it made me disappointed because I thought John Paul was an all-round good egg. I did. I know. Now, do you know what's interesting is that after his diagnosis, the storyline, it does continue, but there's very little reference to HIV kind of anywhere else. So if you look on uh, Steve's Wikipedia page, for example, they don't even mention HIV. And even Hollyoaks Wikipedia page doesn't mention it. And that could be because there are so many storylines in Hollyoaks that they've just moved on and it's very fast paced. Or it could be because Steve's journey through life is literally just lurching from one drama to another. Or is it because they wanted the message to get out there that it's just a long term condition that doesn't need to be constantly referenced? I don't know. It's a good point, though, right? That it doesn't have to define someone it's not the entirety of their character it's just a very small part of their life so actually that would be a clever way to illustrate that 
does make sense, doesn't it? And this took place in 2015, where the messaging was and still is that you know HIV is just a part of your life. It's not your whole life. But I think that's why I wasn't as drawn in as I was with the other two soaps, because it was less of a as of a drama, maybe. That's the thing, isn't it? Yes. But again, that's a positive thing that they didn't make it quite as dramatic as the scene where Val's laughing and saying she can't possibly be positive because she's older and it's a young thing. And when she makes that joke about, well, at least you're not pregnant to the guy who tells her he's positive, that <laughs> misjudges the entire situation. I still think about that sometimes. Just like, what a line. Yeah, I do think that is my favourite safe out of all the three that we've covered let's look at what the producer's motive was for including hiv so they said we wanted to tell this story for a long time while hiv can affect anyone infection rates in young gay men remain too high and to ignore that is to do the gay audience a disservice they went on to say that holly oaks is in a unique position to be able to talk directly to millions of young viewers and if the safe sex message is not coming through education we can help with that both on screen and through multi-platform support. Good on Hollyoaks. It was also 2015 was their 20th year. So they made that the year of safe sex. Um, while Steve's HIV and other stories for our teenage characters, we will explore the many implications of unprotected sex and hope to encourage thoughtful debate amongst our audience. I love that. I did not realise they had a year of safe sex. That's amazing. Well done, Hollyoaks. Yeah, no, I didn't realise either but I think that explains why they wasn't just HIV focused they want to highlight all of the facets of unprotected sex very clever that is really clever because how often do we hear when people are testing they're not bothered about other STIs they're only bothered about HIV and we're having to say no 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 we should be looking after all of our sexual health that includes getting tested for everything not just HIV yeah absolutely no I agree with you totally totally Jess well it's quite emphatic there I liked it. Oh, now there is something else. And you pointed this out to me because we did discuss about doing Hollyoaks. Although I don't tell you anything about the content of what we're discussing. You did kind of mention that Hollyoaks have covered HIV before. I did not know this. Yeah. Yes. So in 2008. Oh, and I remember these characters. So I must have been watching this and it clearly didn't sink in. So a character called Malachi uh, had a relationship with Mercedes McQueen. I think it's pronounced Malachi. How did I say it? Malachi. Malachi. It's Malachi, isn't it? That's not what you said, though. Malachi's relationship with Mercedes McQueen. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, you said Malachi and I just loved it. Oh, no. Right. Start that again and don't you leave this in. (laughs) So in 2008. (laughs) You can't say it at all now, can you? In 2008, there was a guy that was going out with Mercedes McQueen. Called Malachi. Is it now you've got me doubting myself? Is it Malachi or Malachi? It's Malachi. Irish, right? Oh, I've got absolutely no idea. I'm sure. Malachi. Anyone that knows, please let us know. Oh, great. Malachi sounds like Malachi sounds like something out of Lord of the Rings. Malachi? Malachi. Anyway. I don't even know. We've gone off on a tangent. Every week, right? We make a kind of Silent promise to each other, don't we, that we will keep this on track. It's not difficult. It's only half an hour. And every week, it's just worse than the week before. It's a particular skill we have. I know, but it's always the things I don't expect to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. You know when a word loses meaning when you say it too many times? That's how Malachi... Is it Malachi? That's what we're... See, I can't even say it now. I've forgotten how it's supposed to be said because we've said Malachi Malachi, so many times. Malachi? (laughs) Well, look... The actor, Glenn Wallace, 
had a relationship with Mercedes McQueen. He goes to give blood and the results reveal his diagnosis. Who, I mean, I'm sure that's not actually what happened, but that's what it says here. I'm going to start this again because that, <laughs> that doesn't even, didn't even make sense to me. Like, what? Right. In 2008, Malachi, Malachi, Malachi. And if you're just joining us, welcome to the second hour of working out whether it's Malachi or Malachi. We're still here. We really should. I could imagine Sean, who's our boss, saying, I mean, can you can you not just practice pronounce these words before you record it? Yes, Sean, we can. I don't know why we choose not to. Well, I think we both think there's there's ways of saying them. And then the other one just looks so puzzled, like, what are you talking about? What did we agree on? Malachi. Malachi. Okay. In 2008, Malachi's relationship with Mercedes McQueen is put at risk when he goes to give blood and the results reveal his diagnosis. He refuses to face up to the news and goes missing, prompting a scorned Mercedes to sleep with his brother, Chris. Why does this always happen in soaps? Just like in Emmerdale. Exactly. It's a really, it's a common theme, isn't it? Emmerdale slept with her sister when he found out Val had been unfaithful. Apparently this happens in Soapland. So he's given blood, she's run off scorned. Does she know he's positive or she just thinks he's kind of just run off for whatever reason? I don't know. It just says he gets in and she's cross. So she just sleeps with his brother for revenge. What I do when I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like such a, right, I'm really angry. Where's your family members? (laughs) Where's the nearest sibling? (laughs) That's what I'm going for. Oh dear. Anyway, um, Glenn Wallace, he's the actor that played Malachi or Malachi. And he said, when you consider how many people are affected by HIV and AIDS, it makes you realise that while there have been huge medical breakthroughs in treatment, we still need to keep education and information in the spotlight. Yes, we do. Now, his brother is given Pep, same as Val's sister in Emmerdale. And the actor that played him said, before reading the script, I was unaware of the medical developments made to help people living with HIV. There are lots of myths surrounding this issue, and we're hoping to dispel quite a few. But at the same time, tell a very heartfelt story of two brothers on a frightening journey together. Very true. But also, go me. I just read all of that without stumbling over any words. Yay. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Very proud of you. I feel like you're trying to like make up for it. You're trying to like backtrack now the whole, you know, name debacle. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean, it's not the first time that Hollywood Oaks covered HIV. Um, and it might be another explanation as to why there wasn't as much coverage in the press compared to the other two soaps. Anyway, look, let's go back to Steve. There's an article in the Metro where it mentions that people did go and get tested following his storyline. This always happens, doesn't it? This is why it's so important that we get TV coverage. Uh, She's nodding. Her dogs are barking. (laughs) She can't talk. I'm having to mute myself. One of them is just for some reason, she's just on a mission. It's not even Jimbo, the rat bag, who's normally the mouthy one. Little old Rita. She's just whiffing all over the place. Uh, So where where were we? So we were saying that the Metro said that people go and get tested uh, following the storyline and people were diagnosed earlier so excellent thumbs up to Hollyoke. but it also says one of the soap's most popular characters Steve is about to be involved in further drama when he's accused of stashing cocaine that's later found by Cameron I mean by now I'm starting to feel for Steve because he just needs to declutter his life doesn't he there's too many dramas it's just bouncing from one thing to another in subsequent scenes he and his current boyfriend Harry ditched John Paul by then, will find themselves ostracised, leading to a dark new turn of events that leaves them both in peril. What is it? 
I don't know. But I think I'm telling you this to prove that Hollyoaks are consistently tackling really big storylines. So they move from one thing to another very quickly. And the paper said that. They said they're renowned for tackling difficult issues. Current plots include gambling addiction, age cancer and child abuse. So you see what I mean? Very hard hitting plot lines. Wow. But I suppose to keep people's attention, especially young people, like as we said, it it is aimed at a younger audience. So perhaps it is that fast paced nature. They don't want to sit and watch this storyline kind of play out over six months. It's like, let's go. We're doing it in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right, actually. And I think, oh, I I couldn't watch it now. I couldn't keep pace. Steve's HIV storyline did have an impact. An organisation called Pharma Forum did a poll that showed 96% of respondents thought the storyline would break down stigma and engage young gay men to test for HIV. Perfect. And they also featured Matthew Hodgson from GMFA. Yes. The UK's leading charity dedicated to gay men's health. And he said Hollyoaks storyline helped to generate discussion about HIV and sexual risk, particularly among younger people. And then he went on to say, although EastEnders and Emmerdale have had positive characters before, Stee is the first gay character in a soap to be living with HIV. Gay men are still the group most likely to acquire HIV within the UK. So it's refreshing to see this reflected in a soap opera. It's a good point. Yeah. And I think it was I think it was time that that was covered. I understand what what EastEnders were doing. I understand where Emmerdale was going with it. We know that older women, especially at a certain point, were a real fast rising group, weren't they? So perfect. But yes, it was time that it was tackled within a young gay man. No, he's absolutely right. And I hadn't thought of that, actually. I just thought the other two soaps trying to highlight that HIV affects anyone, but Hollyoaks there say, no, remember, you know, gay men as well, or men who have sex with men are at high risk. So all good. Finally, I looked at an article in The Star. The Star? Why? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I was pointing at my dog, not at you. (laughs) That literally, when I have to do this point, she started to growl, so I pointed and she just went. Why is she growling? I don't know. I don't know what's up with in the room with you. Oh, my God, she doesn't like my voice. (laughs) It's not you. You know, they can hear things that you can't hear. So one of their miles away. So she can hear like a dog barking or the Amazon man is her nemesis. Oh, no. That beeping of the Amazon, do you know what I mean? Like way down the road. So someone's probably getting a package. Rita's in here growling. Oh, wow. Oh, she wouldn't like my house with Amazon almost every day. Well, they've stopped bothering to wait for us to open the window because we don't open the door anymore. And also, if they tried to put things through the door, she started flying at the letterbox, trying to gnaw their hands. So what a treat. Wow. What a treat she is. Oh, I bet you're blacklisted by Amazon now. <laughs> they literally put it on the doorstep, knock and walk off. I bet they don't walk, I bet they run. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, we just throw it from the gate. Savage dogs in there. My dogs aren't savage, just to point that out. I'm sure like other people with dogs, they're just very territorial about anything being pushed into the letterbox. So Mm. I just open the window now. Rather than chase them around, try and put them behind a gate, I just open the window. It's easier. (laughs) Anyway, I will stop pointing at my dog and I will ask you again, why are we reading the star? I'm many articles about Steve and HIV. Right. So I went for a top notch newspaper this week, the star. Um, but they talked to him about how he worked with THT. He met people affected. He felt a responsibility to get the storyline right, which I, I do think he did do that. But really, I mean, there wasn't that much media coverage at the time. But then we've explained 
why because it's fast paced so many other big subjects they're tackling at the same time and actually I think you know they're trying to normalize HIV and and just get it as a talking point but I do take my hat off to Kieran Richardson I mean he is a great actor and he must be exhausted at the end of the week of Steve's dramas I really hope he has a beer and a lie down you can't you can't maintain that level of kind of drama and well done, Kieran Richardson. Well done. Yes, well done. I bet he's really like children relaxed because he lives this crazy life vicariously through Steve. Yeah. yeah, in his home life, he just does nothing. Doesn't want any drama at all. Just wants to lie in the dark room. Is his Fair name enough. Stephen? Is the name Stephen and it's a shortening to Steve? I think so. I've never heard that, have you? No. I'm gonna start calling everyone only Stephen Steve. Do you know lots of Stevens? No. <laughs> Steve Dawson from the clinic, who doesn't work there anymore, but was amazing. Shout out to you, Steve Dawson. Changed the name for you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, I, he would enjoy that. <laughs> I don't think. No, we don't know any Stevens. No, we don't, do we? Well, I'm talking like we're a couple now. <laughs> about don't, talking about three work. Don't ruin people's illusions that we just live together like some odd couple that work together live together with lily lane houses your cat being sick and my awful dogs it's a lovely life uh you paint there Bernice popping in for tea (laughs) so look we've come to the end of our holly oaks review but let's say thank you to them because they have featured hiv not once but twice that's awesome oh a sigh of relief we've got to the end of it (laughs) finally (laughs) do you know what's ironic how terrible this episode is that actually on Monday, we're going to the podcast awards to see if we have made the shortlist. So go us. They're listening to this one. Highly unlikely that we have based on this, but a good opportunity for you to meet other podcasters. Perhaps just see how they get through an episode. Maybe I'll ask for tips. You should. How do they speak without stumbling over their words? How do they know how to pronounce everything? And do they have an HIV hero? Yes, definitely. And um, yeah, how many edits they have to make on their podcasts? Does it take them four (laughs) days like it does you? It takes me so long. But do you know what? One day I'll put an unedited version out. We both enjoy repeating words relentlessly. People won't know this because I edit it out. We both sort of start by going, in a lot of sentences we smack our lips both of us we're oh, very God, similar yes and Sarah and I have this habit of like we'll go yeah 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 you're right and it's like we just needed to say yeah once we didn't need all of the oh gosh I know I say definitely and absolutely a lot if I agree yeah absolutely yes absolutely yeah. oh definitely <laughs> I, you know, I haven't noticed that I have to say I really oh, haven't noticed I have it's in every episode do you know how well I know you now is that when I'm editing it I know the sound waves look like for when you go, um, I know that. I don't have to listen to it. I know how your uh, your arms look. <gasps> we should put it on a T-shirt for you, your own arm, because I know how that looks. That's a really good idea. Like oh, yes. That's a really good um, podcast T-shirt. That's our podcast T-shirt, Sarah. Here we go. Merchandise. Anyone wants to buy a T-shirt with my arm on it, let's start, let's start a little club. Like it. A club? Do you mean a shop? Well, no, but a <laughs> exclusive. I love the little sound bite on the t-shirt. No one else will know what it means. That's so it's true. It's sad, actually, isn't it? No, I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. So now we're branching out. Nice. Fantastic. 
Perfect. Every week there's a new, you know, avenue of something that you can do. Remember when you were going to be a mole doctor? Oh, yes, I am still pursuing that. You need quite a lot of qualifications, which I think is disappointing, but... But necessary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not as disappointed as you because I've had a mole removed before. So I'm glad. Have you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, when I was young. But it's quite simple, isn't it? They just freeze them. Do they freeze them? No, they come I think they're warts. So you're thinking warts and verrucas. Okay, so this is why it's not good for me to be the mole doctor. <laughs> because you don't know what a mole is? No. <laughs> Are you going to your kids like when they were young and they had verrucas? Just a mole. You're fine. Go swimming with all the other kids now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, this might not be the uh, avenue I choose to go down for my next career. That's fine. You've got this new club, the Erm Club. Yes, it's perfect. Right, let's get t-shirts done. Yeah, we should do. But I should also say that obviously I'm the only one that hears your arms because I cut them out so no one else actually knows what your arms are. Do you want to give us an arm and I actually won't cut this out? No, I won't pronounce it properly. Thank you for listening to HIV Hope and Charity. If you'd like to know more about the work that we do, visit tvps.org.uk and please like, subscribe and rate the podcast if you enjoyed it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.